I did say to you last week that if we don't get back above that 44,000 that we were on here in Bitcoin, if we didn't get past back up against above that 44,000, I still have to revert back to my thesis that this rally's run out of steam and that we're going to get back to that correction territory. Now, here we are today. Bitcoin has pulled back to under 41,000 at some point. You got the, the bubbles all red. And what's happening is we are getting certain indicators that do say to us that we may have reached the end of this part of the cycle. And if we've reached the end of this part of the cycle, then we're going to talk about what the data says about how low we can go before we get out of this and what the next part of the cycle looks like. So that's what we're going to be doing today. We've got a crazy, crazy, crazy jam-packed, jam-packed show, guys. Let's go. Let's do this. Look, I don't, I don't like making these shows in, in the bull market, but uh, I think when you watch the show, at the end of the show, it has a happy ending. It has a happy ending. I promise you that this story today has a happy ending, but we've got to also look at the reality of what's going on. Because last week I came onto the show and I said to you guys, look, I first made a video. And in that video, I said, look, we're going to, we're going to go um, under, we're going to go down to, we're going to go into correction territory. Then the market recovered and I said, look, I'm still not convinced. Unless we get over this 44,000, then I've got to say that my thesis is that we're still going to get a pullback. Now we got the pullback and we've been down as low as 40,506. And there is a good chance that this pullback will continue. And if it does, well, who cares? Because it is just a healthy pullback that ends this cycle in the bull market. And as you know, the bull market is, is actually made up of cycles. This has been a very, very, very long cycle. In fact, let me try and find you some data about this cycle. So if we look at the last couple of cycles, here are the last couple of cycles, you can see that the bull market is actually made up of many cycles. And within each cycle, the narrative changes. And as the narrative changes, we basically get out of the one cycle and we get into the next cycle. And we could be going through what is the end of one cycle in a bull market and entering the next part of the cycle in a bull market. This cycle that we had was very much about the ETF and the ETF approval, but that's been the cycle for quite a long time. And now it is time for us to end the cycle around the ETF approval and to get into the new cycle. And the new cycle brings with it many, many beautiful narratives, changes in narratives, opportunities, new coins, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to show you today, I'm going to show you the data that shows me that this is the end of a cycle. And I'm going to show you the data that shows me about what this next cycle is going to be like. And I think, as I said before, maybe it's not the best uh, thumbnail, the most glamorous thumbnail in the world, but it is, it does have a happy ending. It does have, have a happy ending. And I think you'll love the happy ending because, you know, I'm, I, I crafted it in such a beautiful way that I think it's going to bring tears to your eyes. I think it's going to bring tears to your eyes. So listen, first of all, first of all, first of all, welcome. If you're not already subscribed to our channel, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? In fact, hold on a second. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. So these are the subscriber numbers. Remember, I'm, I'm monitoring these subscriber numbers for a good reason. Not to show you how much banter is exploding, but yes, okay, banter is exploding. Um, I'm also showing you how quickly retail is coming in. Now, we will know what the end of the bull market looks like based on the subscriber numbers that come onto our channel. Because these subscribers here, these are new retail subscribers. They're not old subscribers because most people don't actually unsubscribe from YouTube channels. So what you can see is in October, we only gained 2,176 subscribers. In November, we 8x that 
and we got 16,835. Now, we are only halfway through December today, and we've already got 17,588 subscribers. What does that, tell, does that tell you? It tells you that retail are coming in to buy your bags which is great. It's the reward you get for holding through the bear market. I also see that Alex Becker posted something similar. He said, um, this is what he said. He said, uh, retail isn't here. My videos do about 300, 350,000 to 450,000 views a video. Other crypto channels topping at like 50K. When I'm hitting 800 to a million and the average channel is getting 700K like last run, retail is here. We're still early, guys. We're still early. But be that as it may, Subscribe to the channel. Uh, also, smash the like button. Obliterate the like button. Um, I've got something amazing to show you later today. I will show you. I will show you. Uh, I, will, I will show it to you later today. Smash the like button. The more likes you do, the more alpha. The more excited I get. The more excited I get. The more alpha I give you. Also, the faster I talk. So as the, the likes go up, you'll see I talk faster and faster. So yeah, let's go. Let's let's get this show on the road. Let's get this show on the road. Very 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 important 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 show. So. Um, as I said to you guys before, I said, I don't believe that this dip is over. And everyone was saying, no, the dip is over, the dip is over, the dip is over. I said to you, I'm not sure that this dip is over. And I'll, I'll even play you the, 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 the thing that I said to you last week when the market was pumping. Actually, let me move myself out of the way of myself so you can actually see me. Yet. So when do I invalidate my thesis? Very simply, if we can get to above this Right now, I'm trading very, 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 very cautiously. At 42,995, I'm trading cautiously. If we break this 44,000 to 44,300, which is there or thereabout where we were, I invalidate my thesis. I say, I don't think that the, that the correction, and I do think a correction is coming. I don't think it's coming right now. For now, I'm trading. So I said, I'm trading cautiously because I don't believe that the pump unless it got enough momentum. Unless it got enough momentum to break through the previous high, I don't believe it's the end of the correction. And I said a while back that I'm waiting for 37,600 to actually start buying. Now, what's the reason for that? The reason for that is very simple. I'm looking at leverage. I'm looking at two things. I'm looking at, I'm actually looking at, 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 at one thing. The one thing that I'm looking at is froth. I'm looking at froth in this market. I'm looking for confidence in this market. And right now, the confidence in this market, I think a lot of people have lost a lot of perspective about the market. So I'll show you some of the indicators that are pointing me in this direction. The first indicator that's pointing me in this direction, I've showed it to you before. It is the total leverage on all coins excluding Bitcoin and ETH. We were at, an, at a high that we hadn't seen since October 2021, which is before we got to the 69,000. Then we, don't ha we, we, we now have dropped to, to this level over here. But this level over here is just too high for me, guys. It's too high for me. I'm not convinced that the froth is, is actually out the market. Same thing with Bitcoin. You can see on Bitcoin, if you take the leverage, the open interest on Bitcoin, the open interest on Bitcoin is pretty, um, is pretty high. And what I do know, and I've said this to you guys before, is every time that we touch this level over here, we have a correction and we touch this level over here. The last time we got a 36%, a 50%, a 28%, a 21%, a 17% correction. And I see the same signs over and over. Another sign which I see which tells me we're heated is if you look at the, the leverage on altcoins versus the leverage on Bitcoin. So let's look at the leverage on altcoin and the leverage on Bitcoin. The leverage, usually when the leverage on altcoins, which is the one that says others on this chart, when this others tops, so you can see it topped over here, we got a correction. You can see again, look at how much leverage there is on others. There's 
almost as much leverage on altcoins as there is in the entire Bitcoin market. Now that to me is a, a big, big, big sign of unhealthiness. That's pretty much what it is. It says, uh, this guy says, almost more money in shitcoins than in BTC for the first time in two years. That shows me that there's too much leverage in the market and you got to be careful. Now, I saw this tweet from TED Talks Macro and he says, look, for me, invalidation on the, on the bull thesis up to 35K, acceptance back below that level would make for an ugly chart. He says, from here, I think there's two scenarios. A scenario is a short-lived nuke to 35,000. That gives us a 20% probability of occurring. If this happens, you want to see a quick recovery from this area, no slow grind. This would be a gift going into 2024. And I agree with him, it would be a gift. Or the price continues to grind and then rips through that target of, with an 80% probability. So he's saying, look, 80% this market is going straight up, but, 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 20% this market is actually going down to 35K. Now, I don't think he's right about the 35K. I think it would be very, very, very unlikely for us to get to 35K. But there is one level which I'm looking at, which I think is not that unlikely. And I'm going to go back to this CME gap. Remember the CME futures gap, which is the, the price that the CME closed on Friday versus the price that the CME opened on Monday and it created a gap. That gap is at 39,365. I'd be very, very, very surprised if at some point we didn't go and close that CME gap. I'd be super, super, super surprised because you can see that most of these CME gaps are closed. I mean, we have one CME gap that wasn't closed here, but the reality is that eventually most CME gaps are actually filled. And so my thesis here is that we actually land up filling the CME gap, which, which wouldn't be such a bad thing. It's not a long way down from here. You're talking, we're, we were at 40,500 this morning. The gap is at 39,290. That would be an amazing, amazing, amazing gap for us to actually go in and buy the tokens that we actually want to buy. That, so that's, that's um, the way that I'm, I'm looking at, 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 at this. Now, the, the leverage is not the only froth that worries me. The leverage is not the only froth that worries me. The other part of the froth that worries me is that, how do I say this without offending anyone, is, I'll, this is what it is. This, I'll just show it to you. I'll just show it to you. That's what it is. It's things like bunk. Because right now, if you look at where all these DGENs are, are running to, we're not looking for returns on protocols anymore. We're looking for returns on meme coins. Everybody is just aping absolutely, absolutely, absolutely into meme coins. Now, I have nothing against meme coins. In fact, I think that most meme coins, that meme coins have made more, probably more millionaires in this bull market than any other genre of coin. But the problem is when everybody is just chasing meme coins. And I, I agree with this tweet that says, the state of the market right now, people bidding dog coins on tier three L1s, calling Ethereum dead forever, jeeting every breakout on a few performers left, Calling for the end of the rally, bidding Vitalik's family cat coin like it's the new bonk, arguing about Solana versus Ethereum versus Bitcoin, making up inscription plays on ghost chains while Capo might while saying Capo might be right because some meme lines broke, arguing about someone someone's useless PL bidding ICP, fuck me, man. Overall doing this is exactly the state of the market. I mean, this is exactly the state of the market. And you can see, um, I mean, I saw this tweet by Zilliker. They talk about like, hey guys. Dear community, we're writing this to inform you of a critical situation. The Bitcoin, the Zilliqa blockchain is down. What are people replying? All good. Not many people holding Zilliqa these days. Sold out ages ago. We're all in meme coins now. You see the problem? This is the state of the market. So if you look at, at where we are in the state of the market, okay? So crazy to see uh, Injective pushing the Ninja meme coin. 
You've got AVAX with the cock meme coin. You've got Arbitrum with Noli. You've got Solana with Bonk and Dog Wolf Hat. Dog, dog Wolf Hat. Um, you've basically got an absolute, absolute meme coin craze. You've got added two new founders pets to my meme coin portfolio, Arbitrum Founders Cat and Solana's Founders Dog. We do a little fundamental investing. This is where we're at, guys. This is where we're at. Um, here's the, the chart for Dog Wolf Hat, which is now at a market cap of... What is the, 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 the total market up 123 million dog? This is dog with hat. What we should do, we should launch dog without hat. We should do, we should do that. Dog without hat, dog with hat. Um, this is Ninja. Ninja is the meme coin on, um, on injective fully diluted valuation, 21.5 million. Um, yesterday, 10,000 new wallets were created on injective. 10,000 new wallets were created. Why? So people could ape into Ninja, which is the meme coin on Injective. Thank goodness, thank goodness that the founder of Celestia tweeted that he doesn't have a pet because therefore people cannot make any more, um, uh, 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 people cannot make any more um, memes about him because he doesn't have a dog and he doesn't have a cat. But it's not only meme coins that people are degening into. They're also degening into phones with meme coins on them. So now people are buying Solana phones on eBay for $6,300. You know why? Because they have some bonk on them. So you buy a phone on, on, on you buy the Solana phone, it has some bonk on it. So people are now, are now uh, they, they, they degening into phones. This is where we are in the market. Solana phones are the next board ape. That's what I'm reading here. There are only 21 million Bitcoin and there are 20,000 Solana Saga phones. Solana still has a room to Saga still has room to grow by 1,000x. One Saga equals $1 million. People are degening into phones. This is where we're at. This Solana phone sold for $5,000 because of the... Comes with unclaimed bunk. Unopened inbox. I mean, get... This is where we're at. This is where we're at. So why am I worried? Because what I do know about meme coins is that meme coins are a very, very, very good indicator of when we're nearing or reaching the top of a cycle within a cycle. Now, I did the research and you can find a lot of this research on CryptoBanter.com, on the CryptoBanter Twitter account. Now, go and follow the CryptoBanter Twitter account. It's an important account to follow because we have a new social media manager. Um, unlike the previous social media manager, the previous social media manager, I'm convinced, was the, the same social media intern that leaked the Cointelegraph announcement. The guy was... Thick as pig shit. I mean, there was just no other way to, to put it. Now, the new social media manager is very, very, very good. So you see, we're starting to get a lot of alpha onto our account. And one of the things that came onto this account over here, you can see that every time that a meme coin tops, that is the end of a mini part of the cycle. So this was Doge when Doge topped. This was when Shiba topped, Sheep topped. You can see when Pepe topped. Okay, that was like a, that was like a, a cycle for ants. And now you can see that Bonk topped. And so for me, when I look at this, I'm thinking to myself, hold on a second, hold on a second. We may be nearing a top of the first part of, well, not the first part, but a part of the bull market. I'm not saying at all that this is the end of the bull market. This is just the beginning of the bull market. We're just starting, but we may be just entering a new cycle inside the bull market. And I'll show you that in a second. It's not only meme coins that are worrying me. It's also other things like inscriptions. So I don't know if you guys have seen this. This is a, allegedly a, a bunch of Chinese people, 70 plus, learning how to buy and trade BRC20s. Okay, so 
Yeah, just watch this. I don't know if it, I mean, I don't speak Chinese. So look, I don't speak Mandarin. If you do speak Mandarin, let me know in the chat. Let me know if they really are trading BRC twenties. But it looks like there's a BRC twenty craze. These inscriptions. There's a craze around inscriptions now. Look at the EVM inscriptions. Look at the percentage of gas fees spent on inscriptions on the Avalanche chain. Over 74% of all fees were spent on uh, inscriptions. 37.98% on the BNB chain were spent on inscriptions. Okay, we are, and what are inscriptions? Inscriptions are eff- effectively NFTs on individual Satoshi, so to speak, right? So the NFTs with like an inscription on the individual unit, that's w- what you call an inscription, and that is the craze right now it's like it's it's effectively people trading worthless nfts inscriptions basically broke every single network except solana so i mean avax broken because of inscriptions gas spent on inscriptions in the past two days eclipsed all the previous days just look at the, the gas spent on inscriptions um on ordinals in, in 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 every other chain inscriptions is a good stress test for blockchains however at least three networks have suffered outages telegram ton arbitrum and zk sync all suffered outages um, uh, uh, um, because of these transactions, right? So you can see that for me, this does feel a bit frothy. And when I take that and I correlate it back to this chart over here, and I just look at the at the at the numbers here, and I go, hold on a second, this is this is just too what's the word? Too frothy. It's just too too frothy for me. And so until and unless we break that 44,000 or that 44,100, then I'm starting, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to trade cautiously. I think that this dump can go down. And I think it would be very, very, very healthy if we actually went down a little bit before we get to the next part of the cycle. The other trade that feels a bit frothy to me is the airdrop trade. So we were telling you to farm airdrops uh, on Jito and on Jupiter and all of that ages and ages and ages ago. But now if you look at the airdrop trade, the airdrop trade is also becoming completely, completely, completely crowded. Now, remember one thing with airdrops. The more people that farm airdrops, the more people that farm airdrops, the more, the less, the more people that the airdrop has to go around, right? So because that's the case, because that's the case, the more people that are farming airdrops, the less of the airdrop that you as an individual will get if you're actually farming the airdrop. And now what's happening is everybody is, because, because of Jito, because everyone made so much money on Jito, everybody is making airdrop threads, you're seeing airdrop uh, spreadsheets, you're seeing, I mean, look, look at, at, at all these amazing airdrop threads, Paddy the Pirate also making another airdrop thread today, um, and everybody, you look at the engagement on these airdrop threads. Because everybody just wants free money. Because the DJs are saying, wow, we're in crypto. We want free money. We want free money. We want free money. You can see videos. Miles making videos. Look at the videos on Miles' channel that get the most, the most views. It's the ones around the airdrop. Because everybody wants to know how to make free money. This one's got 115,000 views. Why? Because it's an airdrop thread. So, the, so you can see that people are here because they want the free money. If you're going to be trading airdrop threads, this is on the Banter newsroom. You can see that there's a post here that says, look, the, the place to go and look 
is to probably go look on the injective chain because that's not really crowded yet. You want to be in the place where there's not much of a, a, a crowded trade. That's pretty much where you want to be. Now, the reality is, the reality is, the reality is that whether the market goes up or whether the market goes down, you can make money. And we have been making money whether the market goes up and whether the market goes down. And I want to show you some of those examples. So example, we said that bonk would, I said to you that bonk would definitely go down because the pump was too violent. And if you had a, a, if you had traded that with me, I, I mean, I just want to show you. I just want to show you some of my trades this weekend. Let's just have a look at some of the trades. So let's try and make it bigger because I know a lot of you guys are on the phone. But I just want to show you how easy it is to make money when the market goes down. You count with me, okay? So, oh man, hold on. Let's go back. Let's go back to um, trade history. Let's go back to PNLs. Here we go. PNLs, and let's go back to PNLs on Bonk. Okay, so let's look at, here we go, let's just go back to PNL. So just look at the bonk trades and you work, you work backwards with me. So I started shorting bonk on Friday. First trade, I made $344. Second trade, I made $5,000. Count with me. If someone's got a calculator, just add them up, add them up with a calculator. So come, uh, uh, Jimmy, can you add it up with a calculator? Okay, so the first trade, I made $344, close PNL. Next trade, I made $5,162. Next trade, I made $6,817. And all I was doing was I was selling it at 0.29, buying it back at 0.28. Selling it at 0.29, buying it back at 0.28. That's all I was doing, right? Then um, 6,817, 7,936, 7,536, 7,536, 7,456, 7,456, 7,936. $148, $4938, $7935, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $4938, $
and you have a much higher chance of winning. So go and open an account. So the first thing you need to do is you need to open an account to, that allows you to go short. The next thing that you need to do, and I'll show you some other trades that I took this weekend, is go and do sniper school. There is a cohort that starts in January. This should be your New Year's resolution because Sniper will teach you how to short in the easiest possible way. Just watch this. Let me press play here for you guys. Does this work? Let's see if it works. Don't worry, guys. Scarecrows, it's not your fault. This is actually Google's fault. Scarecrows are scared that it's, it's actually their fault that the video is not If playing. you need to get to your step one and step two, and you need a 20% move in to do that, what time frame and what token is going to offer you that? Now, this is a nice little tool just to get an average of what a token is offering you per time frame. So if I look over here on the four hour, I look at the top, I look at the bottom of the RSI, where would I have been looking to sell if it was that? More or less this area here, right? Where would I have more likely wanted to buy? This area over here. So all of a sudden I go look there, I'm like, okay, five, six percent. Okay, not the exact bottom, not the exact top, just an average. Look over here, four percent more or less I'm around 4.5% right now. So what this basically means is the four hour chart offers me six to eight trades per month. And right now on Ethereum offering me around 4% per trade. If it's six times four means okay, around 24%. That is being offered to me from Ethereum on the four hour chart. Now we go to the 12 hour. This one's around six. This one over here is around eight. Uh, so this one's offering me around two to three trades per month, probably around eight to 10%. So again, show me a region of 20 to 30%. So it's actually quite funny how all three of these are giving very similar percentages. So why are you trading eight times a month where you can literally possibly trade two? This is a nice little tool just to get an average of what a token is offering you per time. So you'll learn all of this. You'll learn all of this at Sniper School. You should do this. The new cohort starts in January. If you subscribe now, if you apply now, you'll probably get in. Here is the link. Just go to this link over here. Click this link and then you will get signed up to Sniper School. Just try. Just trust me on this one. This is a good one. I'm not a good trader, but since I started following Sheldon, I've started making a lot of money in my trades. I'll show you some, some trades that I did this weekend, just, just to show you kind of like what I've done. So Bonk, you saw, I made about $100,000 this weekend on Bonk. Then there was another trade which I took because I saw that there was a breakout on, um, on WorldCoin. Here it is. Here it is, WorldCoin. And you can see that, here we go, the PLs. Let's quickly go to the PLs. I closed my long on, on, on WorldCoin and I made... Close short, close long. I've made, I don't remember. So I made $25,000. You can see 11, 11 and, and, uh, and, and $3,550. So that was another one, which I, which I did uh, this weekend. Another one, which I did, I think this weekend was ICP. I built up a position in ICP. Why? Because I'll show you, because I learned to read the chart. So here's the ICP trade. Here's the PL on the ICP trade. So I closed the long, I made $26,000. How did I make $26,000? Very, 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 very simply. Very simply. I saw the chart. I remember Sheldon told me that if we break this level on ICP, then we're going to go up and we're going to shoot up. And you can see that we broke the level and now we've come down to retest it. So maybe we're going to go up again. If you want to trade like this, go and sign up for Sniper School because that's where I learned how to trade and I have uh, completely learned how to trade. So that's where we're at when it comes to the, the, the trades. That's what you need if you... If you want to be, uh, if you want to um, be able to short, now I did say to you that what I think is happening here is I don't think we're at the end of the bull market at all. I think we're just at the end of one of the cycles in the bull market, and you can see it because the Bitcoin rally seems to have run out of speed. That's what, like steam. You can see that the Bitcoin rally doesn't have any oomph in in it anymore, and you can see that when we have bull markets, 
bull markets actually aren't one cycle. Bull markets are actually multiple cycles. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Generally, what happens is every cycle is a cycle which runs its own narratives. We get to the top of the cycle, we dump, we flush out the people that were there for that narrative, and then we continue up with new narratives and new people, right? And so that's exactly what's happening now. We've had a hundred and something days where there's been no correction in this market. That's a very, very, very long time to not have a, a, a big correction. It's, been, it's one of the longest times that we haven't had a big correction. And what we need to understand is that we have come to the end of the cycle. This cycle was the ETF cycle. This whole cycle, this, this, the pump started when BlackRock filed for an ETF, and this whole cycle has been when ETF approval, when ETF approval, when ETF approval. The reality is that that cycle is now finished because the time of the ETF approval is now. Either in January, we're going to get an ETF approval or we're not going to get an ETF approval. Now, I know that, that the popular opinion is that we have to get the ETF approval. But I think that it's too easy. I think it's too easy. I think that when the whole market is positioned around the ETF being approved, you have to be the smart guy who says, what if this ETF is not going to be approved? And everybody believes that the final deadline is on the 10th of January. But I want to show you something that most people aren't paying attention to because they don't want to be paying attention to it. What is that? The ETF deadline, there's only one final SEC deadline, which is in January. And that is the ARK shares ETF. The rest are actually in March and in April. Now, I'm not saying that the SEC won't approve all the ETFs, but I'm saying that there is a tiny, tiny, tiny chance that what they will do is they'll just kick the ETF out of the, the, the ARK shares ETF Oh, guess what's arrived? Come, let's 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 what's arrived. Let, let, let's see. Let's see. Guess what's arrived? Here? Get, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Okay. Boxes have arrived. The, the boxes have arrived. Remember, I have no idea what's in these boxes. I'm going to be drawing a box. Anyway, so let's go back to it. What if the SEC threw a curveball at us? Because we know the SEC doesn't like crypto holders. What if the SEC threw a curveball at us and the curveball went something like this? Kick the ARK ETF. Uh, um, uh, ETF approval out for some technical reason and delay the approval till March when the rest of the deadlines are, by the way, including the, including the BlackRock deadline. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying that when the, I know this market, when the market all believes that there's going to be something happening on a specific date, the market likes to punish people. And I believe that if the market wanted to punish us, and specifically if the SEC wanted to punish us, this is the punishment. Kick the ARK ETF one out for some reason, and then what happens? Well, then we go, then we, then we, we kicked into, into the, the next period. Now, that's not so bad because that takes us exactly, exactly, exactly in line with the halving. So question is, will it happen? It can happen. Um, and that is exactly what's happening right now. Right now, the trade for, the, for this part of the crypto market is finished. That is, will the ETF get approved or not? Those people that were playing the ETF cycle are now going, we've had a good run, but now there's the next part of the cycle. And the next part of the cycle is, when will the ETF start trading? And with it, it will bring a whole lot of other narratives. Those that were trading, whether or not the, the ETF is going to be approved, 
they going they now exiting because it's it's the end of that trade the end of that trade we we finished that trade you can listen to what the CEO of Vanex is now look bear in mind this guy's a very 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 big big Bitcoin, Bitcoin already made the big gains and now kind of treading water no because it's also it's growing up like I said it's like a child that's growing up and so so I you know you can argue about it being a bubble and what I say is no bubble so it bubbled in 2017 but then it hit all time highs in 2021 so there's nothing has ever been a bubble that then has outperformed itself and so I fully expect in this cycle and you have this happening thing happening in mm-hmm. April which is great technically for bitcoin I expect all time highs in the next 12 months. So I agree with you. We expect all time highs in, in in the next 12 months, but this cycle, this specific part of the cycle may actually be finished. And you can see all of a sudden there's a whole lot of bitcoin starting to get sold, big blocks of bitcoin. You also seeing that this is the first week in a long time or in fact the first week I think, yeah, I think in a long time where there's actually been net outflows by institutional traders from coin shares. It's okay. The fact that this is happening is okay. What does it mean? It means that we are at the end of one cycle in the bull market and we are at the beginning of the next cycle which is in the bull market. Now is that a bad thing? No. That's not a bad thing at all. We just flush out the people who were here for the last cycle narratives and we bring in the people that are here for the next cycle narrative. And you, you know the way I see it? This is the way I see it. This is exactly the way I see it. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. That's the way that you should look at the cycle. This cycle is over. Don't cry about the fact that the cycle's over. It's been an amazing cycle. We've all made a lot of money. I'm sure that everybody here has made a lot of money. Now it's time to get into the next cycle. The next cycle will bring with it new narratives. New narratives for us equal new opportunities. So don't cry because it's over. Smile because it's happened. Bank your profits from the cycle. Now reevaluate what the next part of the cycle is going to look like. That's pretty much all it is. It's nothing to panic about. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. If we do get this pullback and we do go back down to to 30 to 37,600, amazing. It just means that you can load up on all the narratives that you want to get for the next cycle. It's completely normal. It's part of the four-year pre-halving run. Every 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 pre-halving cycle we get some kind of pullback. There's nothing new about that. We know that. Also, if you look at where we are in the cycle, this is where we are in the cycle. Here we go. This is like a pump, but it's a pump for ants. We still have to get all the way up here. We have to, we still have to get all the way up here. But we're going to do it in small cycles. Also, if you look at the annual cycle, the year 3 cycle. Our 3 our year 3 of the four year halving cycle, we got the biggest green candle ever. Big green candle here will mean bigger green candle in the next part of the cycle. So, this is great. We want this. We want the RSI's to be reset and you can see that the RSI's are starting to be reset. We wanted to see this altcoin breakout breakthrough and we got the altcoin breakout breaking through. That's where we're at. We're seeing more stable coins coming to crypto. We're seeing more stable coins come in which means that there's going to be more buying power on the sideline to do it. And the way that I worded it I said look it's very simple. You have to treat this uh, uh, um, um, uh, bull market like a marathon. We've done about 10 kilometers in the marathon. There's about 32 kilometers that are left in the marathon. If you try and make all your money in the beginning of the cycle, you're going to get wrecked. And I've seen it a million times. I've seen it a million times. You're going to get wrecked. You have to try and make consistent money through all parts of the cycle. And the way to do that is to try and identify when we're reaching the end of the cycles. and that's when you start shorting and then you start buying you basically start buying on the way up i've seen too many people actually get wrecked 
on the first part of the cycle. And you don't want to be that guy who got wrecked in the first part of the cycle. So remember, this is completely normal. Nothing to see here. Hopefully, we'll get that dip. If we get that dip, we keep buying, we keep buying, we keep buying. And we position ourselves for the next part of the cycle, which is the part of the cycle where we're going to get completely new narratives. So question is, what are the narratives that we will actually see? Well, one of the narratives that we need to really, really, really evaluate, something that's super, super, super important to evaluate is we need to look at this narrative over here. And say, look, in this cycle, ETH didn't perform and Sol actually did perform. So that is one of the, the narratives of this cycle was definitely, definitely, definitely Sol is better than ETH. Question is whether or not that will actually continue. So someone says, if and the narrative of Sol flipping ETH begins to spread, Sol will get to $1,000. Many very smart people are already considering this. And it's a possibility. Even if the narrative does not become a reality, it's enough to build momentum and everything here is about narratives. So you've got to ask yourself a question. Do you believe that the soul thing is a passing fad or do you really believe that soul can continue to outperform ETH? I'll give you my opinion. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think that everybody should have the, the, the opinion. We know that Solana flipped Ethereum in total DEX volume. So in in, we know also that um, Solana flipped Ethereum in NFT volume. Um, we know that in, in NFT sales and total NFT volume, Solana actually has already flipped Ethereum. Now, I was chatting to James last night on um, on on, uh, on Banter Plus. James and I did a, a show on Banter Plus. By the way, if you're not already on Banter Plus, go to Banter Plus because later on today, I'm doing a meme show. I've got a whole lot of meme DJs coming onto the channel and we're going to just be degening into all the different memes on all the different chains okay so you want to be there it's going to be on banter plus i'm not going to tell you what time it is because it's unfair because it's a meme show and the memes are so illiquid that they pump so go to banter plus put on your notifications and, and, and you will get the notifications or just follow crypto banter at on twitter and the notification will actually be there now the reality is that if you use eth the user experience just isn't a great user experience. And I, I, I keep seeing a lot of these tweets everywhere. I see this, paid 500 in ETH to revoke permissions and mass transfer NFTs to a new wallet after, after the exploit uh, last week. Um, to do a Uniswap transaction right now on Ethereum costs $32. To do a swap on Jupiter and Solana costs 0 0.014, less than one cent. I wonder where the retail traders are going to be flocking to. I don't believe that this, ETH, that this um, cycle is going to end. And I'm going to take it even one step further. And I'll say, look, I believe that at the end of the cycle, Solana should have the same market cap as ETH has right now. Because that's kind of like where I think it'll be like for like. I think ETH's price will be higher, and I think Solana's price will be where ETH's price is now. That gives you a price of $600 on Solana. So I don't think that this narrative, that the next part of this bull market is going to see Solana go away. You can see that institutions like Van Eck are also now obsessed with Solana. They're calling it Solana. Um, so I think, I mean, I don't see that, that, that going away. Um, but even Anatoly says, look, we're not better than ETH yet. We need more stability. Our base fees are wrong. Our storage fees are wrong. So he's not there yet. But remember, you're investing for the future. So this is, again, this is one of the, the cycles, one of the things that I'm actually investing in um, long term. You know that. Uh, let's look at the altcoins. Let's look at what's happening. In the last hour, obviously, everything's green. Um, so ICP, I'm building a position on ICP. Um, I think that this has been incredibly resilient and you can see that this is this is the chart that I'm looking at. And I kind of said that once we break this level over here, there's pretty much 
hot air until like yeah, so until 23 bucks is pretty much hot air. So for me, this is a pure trade on charts. Again, where did I get my charting skills from? I did sniper school. I've done Kyle's trading school. Um, but to me, <coughs> to me, this is the kind of chart that I definitely want to play. Is there any reason not to trade this chart, guys? No reason. I mean, even even Josh. Josh is he's trading this like a mofo. I, I was watching him. He was trading ICP like a mofo. Um, the other one, which I think you should open your mouth, your 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 minds to, is uh, Open Exchange. So Suzu is now out of. He was in jail. He was in jail for not cooperating with a liquidator, and he's now said come back. And I don't know. I mean, come back means that he's coming back. Um, here we go. So I'll show you. This is this is uh, Open Exchange. I'm not telling you to ape into something. I'm just saying keep an eye on it because I think when Sue comes back, the, the price could pump. Full disclosure, we do hold this token. We've told you to hold this token. One token which I don't hold yet, but I may, may, may start building a position is an ex-sponsor of ours. So um, it's a token called BetSwap. I'm going to tell you everything that I know about BetSwap. Then you guys can make your own decisions. I'm not telling you to buy it now because I don't know enough, right? But I'm telling you to put it onto your radar. And also, it's very illiquid. So if you do try and buy it, you're going to drive the price up and you're going to get wrecked. But I have had um, discussions with them. And one of the things they're talking about is doing about 7% of their token supply as an airdrop um, for people who use the, the platform. Now, remember, this is a platform where you can do sports betting. And they take 15% of – we can do sports betting. You can do casino. You can do – they're going to add crypto um, – uh, um, uh, um, not derivatives, but like up-down. So um, what's, the, what's the word they call for the up-down? Um, binary options, that's what it is. Where you can take a bet on like the Bitcoin one-minute chart and if it's going to go up or down. So this is one where I'm going to start building a position at some point. Um, it's very illiquid, so be careful. Don't go and buy this. the price of this up. You've got a long time to buy this. This is one where I'm starting to build a position. Why? The total market cap fully diluted is $30 million. 7% this token supply is going to go for airdrops. So people are going to start aping this thing for airdrops. Um, yeah, I, for me, this is one that, that I'm, uh, look, I haven't taken a position yet. I'm going to take a position very, very, very soon. I'm talking to them. I want them to implement a lot of plans. This is one that I'm definitely, definitely, definitely looking at um, coming up now. Um, I saw this as well, which I think is worth talking about. This is the FTX uh, liquidation. They've paid $1.45 billion in legal fees. And the total amount actually owed to customers is $1.42. Can you believe that? The legal fee so far, and this thing's not over, it's far, far, far from over, is $1.45 billion. That to me is, is absolutely, absolutely, absolutely ludicrous. Uh, let's see, what other altcoins are running? While we're here, let's, let's degen a little bit. Let's see if there's any trades. I did take, I saw that there was a pump today. So you see, um, I saw there was a pump today on, you see, I've still got some ICP. I've got ICP. Um, let's just quickly go here and just see. There was a pump today. The Gito is short printing money, 258%. Um, yeah, the Astar. So I took this short because there was too much of a pump. And I just don't like it when things list on AppBit and all of a sudden we get a pump. So let's just quickly look at ASTAR. A-S-T-R. A-S-T-R. Mm. I think I looked to close this short somewhere around 9, 9.5. So let me actually put in my, my order right now. Let, let me actually put, because 
you know, sometimes you, you, you're not at your, at your computer. So let me quickly go to take profits. Um, take profit, entire position. Mm. Let's take profits. Wait, hold on a second. Let's just see what is our entry price here. Yeah, I think we should, I think. Mm. Let me close that by limit. Where would I close it? I'm going to close it at 9.5. So 9.5, 0, 0.095. Is that correct? Is it nine? It's nine. It's 0, 0.095. That's correct. Let me close it there. And I'm going to close 100% of my position there. There we go. 0, 0.095. It's a, it's a short. Okay. Okay. There we go. So that, again, if, if, if we do get a wick down and you can get these wicks down, then my position will automatically close. My position will automatically close. Um, otherwise, another thing is if you want to get a free NFT from one of our partners, Dopamine, and you can use the NFT to play in a game. So just have a look at, at how this works. Okay. I don't know why it's doing that, but let's see. Mm. Not being great. Okay, if you do want it, um, I'll leave a link below. Uh, you can go to Dopamine, download the Dopamine app. It's got everything you want in one app. It's got um, trading experiences, trading calls. You can get the free NFT. We'll leave a link for the NFT for you guys before. And then lastly, 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 before we go today, I'm looking for a position for someone who wants to become a crypto portfolio manager. So this is quite a high-end position. If you want to be managing a portfolio of, I don't know, probably about between 50 and $100 million portfolio, we're looking for a crypto portfolio manager. So if you want to do that, ideally you should be based in Cape Town, but you don't need to be based in Cape Town. You can be, you can be based anywhere. We need people to manage portfolios. Now, what will you be doing all day? You will be evaluating crypto projects, VC projects, and projects that are listed, and you will be making decisions as to whether they should... Whether the, 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 whether we should be investing into those. You'll be discussing with the projects. You'll be talking to all the projects in the market. Now, here we're looking for someone who's got at least two years' experience. We're looking for someone who knows how to manage a portfolio. Now, if you want that, scan this code or just go to Bondex. Because remember, we post all our jobs on Bondex. The reason why we did it is because this is like a, a decentralized LinkedIn competitor. Um, and we want you guys to, um, to be able to do it. Make sure that you fulfill all the obligations. One of the things that you have to do is to, in, to, to, to enter this is you have to give us a portfolio and you have to give us a portfolio and why you would create the portfolio like that. Anyway, go and check it out. Either scan the, the, the barcode, which is shown to you here, or go to Bondex. Uh, just put up the barcode again if anybody wants to scan it. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Beautiful. Listen, I will see you guys again tomorrow and I'll see you guys again on Wednesday. Um... Also, remember today we're doing a meme coin show on Banter Plus. If you want to know when that meme coin show is on Banter Plus, because meme coins are so illiquid, we've made it fair. The only time you'll get that notification is if you follow the Crypto Banter account. If you don't follow the Crypto Banter uh, Twitter account, you just ain't going to get the notification. We are going to be doing it. It's, we've got three DGENs and myself, and we're starting to talk meme coins only. I'll see you guys again later. Until then, trade well, my friends.